Internet of Things, Data Security, Privacy. These terms have exploded into popular discourse lately. At the heart of it, most IoT applications are about data input, processing and output, while they also store all the data that comes in. One important component of all data is security. Welcome back to the STEM Speak podcast with me, Sahana. Today, let's talk information security. Our guest today is a specialist in this matter. Dr. Yen-Nun Huang is a distinguished research fellow at the Research Center for Information Technology and Innovation at Academia Seneca. With experience in academia and industry, he works on dependable computing, security and privacy, fault tolerance, innovative multimedia services, mobile communication, IoT, etc. We'll ask him what all these things are and he does a great job of explaining it. We discuss the evolution of communication networks that empower today's internet, what is data breach for a network as in a company or organization, as individuals, how can we secure our data and what regulations need to be in place to protect users' data. If you're technologically challenged like me, you will find this discussion riveting, yet not too hard to understand. It is essential in this day and age that we understand this, sooner the better. So listen on. Oh, Dr. Huang, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, let's begin with a brief um, introduction to your research background. Okay, I actually I used to work in uh, United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked for AT&T, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Bell Laboratories for quite some time, altogether around 15, 16 years. Right. And uh, so I, most of my research in there is on the telecommunications uh, software, right. especially related to reliability, dependability, to mm. make uh, you know, system more dependable, more reliable. Right. Okay? And then, of course, uh, then when I uh, returned to Taiwan, I, I, you know, I did a lot more in terms of the research. Mm-hmm. So I also went into uh, research areas related to a lot of uh, devices. You know, mm. Taiwan is a strong devices, so Internet of Things, what kind of sensor network Internet of Things, mm. how to use those to uh, create you know, the innovative services or applications. Right. And so, um, um, so we did some, a lot of prototype and try some new idea of uh, you know, product or service or uh, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, because of a lot of advance in those areas. Mm. And, but all of this, you know, when it comes down to, to make the service really uh, you know, usable, mm-hmm. you know, what people like to use. You, you need to worry always, uh, like the reliability, you know, yeah. has to be reliable. And has to be, nowadays, the security has become another issue. So, mm-hmm. I grow interest into security, you know, my device, managed service, uh, yeah, you know, to, to, you know, people may want to break into devices, may steal some of the information. And so those kind of uh, questions pop up, how to defend, you know, the devices you are using. Right. And you know, of course, uh, what the data are collected by the devices. When if if the data, uh, if device was it, it was uh, uh, blocking in, then mm. you know the lot of data it collected could be wrong, mm. uh, could be. Uh, uh, and when it, when whatever data it collected could be wrong, then whatever and another service provide based on those data could be dangerous. Right. Okay? And that's uh, the general area. So in some sense, I w- worry about a lot about the security issues, about the Internet of Things. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the other thing I uh, also grew interest recently, so, uh, about three, four years ago, is 
those data also has a lot of uh, personal information. Right. And then uh, people worry about the privacy mm. of the data. Okay, how do you protect uh, you know, the privacy of the uh, whatever person using the data, mm. whatever person using the device. Right. And that is another research area of interest. So go beyond reliability, worry about security and also the privacy right. of, the, of, of whatever service it may come up. So that's basically what I'm interested in now and my, my group most are doing. Mm -hmm. So I'm, my group also, I'm still interested in a lot of innovative service using the Internet of Things. Mm. So we still have a, a lot of projects on in these areas, mm. you know, using devices for uh, smart manufacturing, mm. using the devices for uh, a lot of uh, sort of the construction uh, for, uh, you know, hospital, those kind of uh, applications. Mm. Uh, so, you know, many different devices can be used in different uh, application uh, or service areas. Right. And that's in my interest. But uh, after all, whatever data we collect it back, uh, we want to make sure it is uh, protect its uh, security and privacy of right. the data. And right. so, generally, that's my research area. Right. Okay. So there are three things that I would want you to elaborate on. One, you mentioned Internet of Things, privacy and security. So these are three things that have really exploded in the last decade or yes. so into everybody's living rooms and right. bedrooms. Right. And not everybody understands um, how these things have evolved. Right. So when I say Internet of Things, how do you think it started out uh, in the beginning and how has it now evolved? Okay, so basically, this is not a new area. So, Internet of Things, in the past, about maybe, you know, almost 10, 20 years ago, uh, we started to uh, see this, you know, sensors, a lot of sensors coming up, right? Mm. And then sensor, at the beginning, may just collect the temperature, you know, the, the humidity, you know, a lot of related to the environment kind of sensors. Right. And so, that, um, that, is, uh, prim uh, that technology used there is very simple. And the communication required to send the data is uh, you know, not much. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know you don't have a sophisticated uh, communication protocol to send lots of data. Mm -hmm. and you don't have re much requirements in terms of the real time uh, of the processing of the data. Right. Uh, but as application growing more, uh, the, you know people are sort of looking into you know I may have a lot of data to be sent. Mm -hmm. Now the sensor now including video, right, mm -hmm. including. Uh, you know, important uh, uh, so-called uh, environment data, uh, for, you know, something related to disaster recovery, mm -hmm. related to uh, uh, you know, air quality, and related to you know, the, the flood, mm -hmm. the water, the rivers. So that becomes, the, the real-time becomes important. You, know, you need those data to be collected and collected correctly, right. and also be processed correctly so that, you know, you have, you have a uh, if you had to send out alarm, if you had to be uh, uh, doing an emergency, you can have time to react. Okay. Right. And now, especially nowadays, a lot of these sensors are used for personal health, mm -hmm. right, to collect uh, personal information for health, for uh, even for uh, family care, for a lot of things. That can, you know, data, there are a lot of data that need to be processed in mm -hmm. real time. Uh, so the requirement, because uh, the from very simple sensor 10, 20 years ago, about only you know you need to send out the data every five minutes or every three minutes. Mm. Now you are sending tons of data every second. Mm. Okay, and so so that's why you need a lot of improvement, uh, a lot of advance in communication, mm. especially wireless communication. Right. And so that's why 
uh, when people are now talking about 5G, right, fifth mm. generation of communication uh, protocol. Mm. And that is because that gives you a lot of bandwidth and to able to send the data out. Right. Okay, and so 5G is important. So the government is pushing 5G in almost every country. Yeah. And that is because a lot of patients, uh, especially related with IoT, uh, if, if without this uh, big pipe of communication, uh, you know, this IoT uh, will not be able to do a lot of uh, works we, we hope them to do. Okay. Right. So the advance of the internet since number one of the course is the communication improvement mm. and they make it a lot of a, a lot of application possible. Mm. Uh, and the other one, of course, is because of the, uh, I mentioned about this, the Internet of Things is small devices. Mm. And usually out there without, you know, without any power, you know, able to connect to it. So you, you based on some, some sort of battery. Mm. And so, uh, so, so the life, so the, so the, the power usage, you know, the, the life of battery is very important. You, know, you need the device to be there. I right. uh, don't. You don't. Have, you don't want to go there to change the battery every week, every two weeks. Mm. You want that to be there for you know, six months, a year, that kind of uh, you know, battery life. Right. So, so also a lot of research work in there is to how do I uh, have this internet since mm. and can last for a long time. We use uh, you know, so, so power efficiency is very high. Right. And that's uh, also one area of research was a lot of advanced in the past, mm. and, and and so now. Uh, a lot of ideas nowadays become feasible, and right. so many applications uh, pops up. And I mentioned that because so many of these applications pop up, then the security and privacy become another issue because it does those devices can collect a lot of information, mm. and and sometimes you worry about um, you know the correctness of the the data is collected. That means how secure is devices? Yeah, okay, yeah. and and the one of course is uh, you know because it collect a lot of data, especially. Uh, related to personal information, and mm. that is you know, right, give rise to a lot of privacy concern. You know, you, so for example, like video, right? Yeah. The, the, the camera is is a, is interaction devices, mm. and camera can catch capture a lot of information, uh, including your personal, you know, your your recognition, mm. your face, mm. and so that if we, if that's misused, mm. and that could generate a lot of problem for each individual. Right. Okay, and that definitely is a concern how to make those devices uh, can capture its information but not release mm. the personal identity or uh, privacy information into you know public or whatever. Right. Okay, so so uh, you would say that the evolution has been through improvement of communication systems, improvement of um, the, the power, power and everything and possibly going forward we may have some sort of regulation of the usage of data. Right. Right? right. When um, when we think of data, you said um, you know devices are collecting data every second. It, there was, should also be a problem with storage, right? right. When you are collecting so much of data, right. um, so DNA storage uh, of late is a rage, and right. and I'm sure there's a lot of work done in that. Um, right. Storage is a, of course is a big issue. Of storage, and especially uh, you know now they talk about the uh, not only storage but the processing power because mm. we're using a lot of technology yeah. like deep learning. They do need a lot of processing power at the, at the server side or yeah. the backend. Yeah, yeah, those are the, those are the, the yeah definitely those are the ones in the last few years about deep learning about these processing powers mm. does make a lot of things possible. Okay, that, right. that's for sure. Yes. So uh, the, you know, I just talked about the, the advances in the devices. Of course, on the backend, those are okay. a lot of advances, and uh, that make including storage. Now the storage is. 
definitely, it's a, you know, for storage company, that's good, you know, good time because mm. we do have a lot of data to, to, to store every, you know. I got the statistics, uh, you know, the last uh, year or two years, whatever data we collected are more than whatever last 30 years. Right. Okay. So, so we do collect, we do generate a lot of data. So we do collect a lot of data, and those data usually need to be stored mm. uh, and then processed. Mm. So um, that would be the problem uh, going to be a while. But of course, the story technology also get advanced. Mm. Now they they've uh, you know different technology used for to stop um, big data. Okay. Right. A lot of a lot of the source state memory, you know, those kind of uh, IC are created. Mm. Um, so. Um, Yes, and of course there are technology to filter out data. You know, you can you can now people talk about edge computing. So you don't need to send all data to the back end. Maybe the data can be processed on the edge. Mm. The edge can do a lot of processing and can filter out a lot of data. So only uh, important data sent back to the uh, server. So to right. reduce the communication overhead, so reduce the storage requirements. Right. Yes. So we have different technology are invented to deal with these problems on the back end. Right. Okay. And um, Yes, so that's true. So that's uh, definitely a problem, and definitely the technology uh, research are going on to deal with those problems. Right. So you mentioned that you worked in AT and T, and now here you work in an academic capacity. Right. So can you? Um, is there any difference between the kind of problems that are solved um, from a corporate point of view in the Internet of Things right. and uh, academia, the approach or the pr- issues that academia right. focuses on? Usually, so when I worked for AT&T uh, many years ago, um, AT&T at that time was uh, actually a lot of, uh, you know, it's more like academia, actually it give you a lot of research freedoms. Okay. So we do have the, you know, we do, you know, we can find our own uh, problem to work on. Mm. It's not necessarily those problems have to, have to be related to the company uh, products or services. Okay. So we do have a lot of freedom, but of course, that was 20, 30 years ago, the good old times of the AT&T. Right. Now the AT&T, or most companies nowadays in, in, in the world, uh, the, co- the corporate has, you know, they, they want to have focus. Mm. So, so the research needs to be so related to what companies, service or products uh, you know, are doing. So uh, the freedom would be, uh, you know, not as much as in the past. So you have to be justify why are you doing this research, mm. why is this research related to a company product or services. Mm. And because of that, of course, you are free, you have to uh, find a topic that companies are interested in. Right. Um, but, but, but there's a lot of, still there's a lot of interesting problem there. You know, you, a big company, for example, like if I'm 18 today, right there, yeah, not only they're doing telecommunication, they're doing media, they're doing a lot of other services. Yes. So there are always uh, a lot of good problems mm. uh, can be found. Can be you can do research in those areas, mm. and so it's still you know written under you know the, some umbrella, but still a lot of things you can do. It's not single product, single service, mm. and so big company has a kind of advantage. You still can look for I mean research in a big company. You can still look for the topics you're interested. You can always find a topic you're interested. Right. And then work on those topics, and then uh, you know, and then uh, you, you, if you come up with a good result, and you 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 know whatever your research may go into uh, company product services, and sometimes you get some good reward of, of that, mm. you, know, uh, you know, transfer of technology or whatever. Um, 
in in academicinica uh, or in Taiwan, you know, the, uh, or, or I think in in in, the, in most of the, the same thing in a lot of research organization in the world nowadays is uh, yeah you do research and then you you know, you, you do, at the beginning don't even worry about uh, you know, product or because you know research in university or or the research institute. Uh, usually give you free time, you don't need to worry about product because you don't know what the product is. So right. you, you give a little bit more freedom in, in taking, in looking into a topic, into that. Uh, but again, you know, the, even that, I think there's a change in the sense that, uh, uh, you know, even universities, uh, especially the, uh, in the last five, ten years, mm. um, you know, we want to see uh, university, research in university or research in uh, research institute like academic to have some impacts. Right? Mm-hmm. So when you talk about impacts, you're talking about your research being used or being applied in some you know, real problems. Right. And that give you, you know, again, you know, you you, you can have a freedom to all research, uh, whatever topic you pick. But at the end, uh, you'd like to see your research has uh, some impacts, and that give you, you know, again, that, that means you when you choose the topic for research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to think about you know who can use your uh, results of research in say five years. Right. Okay. And so um, yes, so that would be so again your research would uh, not you know in the past you can you know you don't really worry about whatever you know don't even you know about who can use your results mm-hmm. just do research at the end publish a paper and that's it. So when you publish a paper. Uh, then you can choose another hobby, don't worry about whatever you, uh, you know, result you publish. Mm-hmm. But now you know, people like to see, okay, you publish so many papers, what, so what is the, the story behind your research? And when you have that kind of uh, pressure, that kind of uh, the objectives, mm-hmm. then you start thinking about why I'm doing this research, you know, right. possible who can use my research. And then you, you'll be more focused in some sense. You're not going to choose whatever topic, uh, you know, at the end nobody's going to interest. Right. You're going to start thinking about you know what problem I'm trying to solve and right. who can you, who going to use my result of research, okay. right. and then you still helps you have more freedom to mm-hmm. choose a topic because you don't even worry about the existing product or service of a company, but you still worry about what I'm doing. You know who potentially could use my result, right. and that yeah give you some you know at least some focus or some direction of your of research. So. Right. So you talked about um, security and privacy. Right. So when we talk about security, what are the concerns that you have um, from the perspective of creating that technology, and what could be the consumer-related concerns when it comes to security? Uh, security, security is a very uh, interesting topic in the sense it seems that it never ended in terms of technology because yeah. when you invent something, there's always someone trying to figure out how to break it. Mm. And so it's a chicken, it's a cat and mouse kind of uh, situation, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you, uh, you know, it's always, you go got advance, you know. So mm-hmm. when you invent some uh, technology for security, mm-hmm. then the hackers are trying to get along with a solution by inventing something else. Mm-hmm. Okay, find a way to bypass your mm-hmm. defense or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so security research, at, at least up now, mm-hmm. um, it's the very uh, you know the active area in some sense in the in the like I said the cat and mouse uh, kind of uh, situation you you always find uh, a cat always you know trying to catch the, the, the mouse and mouse always find a way to to 
to uh, you know to, to run away, and then eventually cable had to advance its stick skill to catch a mouse again. Mm. So um, so um, and and that's and, and the other problem is because there are so many ways, mm. so many devices. I mentioned about Internet of Things and mm. so many devices coming out. Uh, there's different ways you can you can you know break the security protection. Okay. Right. So for example, you because so many devices, so many system connect to the network that is yeah. wide web mm. or the internet and so even you have a very good uh, you know in terms of your server protection but then there could be people coming to your system through for example the, your, your phone may connect to the internet right mm. your your uh, camera may connect to the internet so mm. they may go through the regular computer to go to your network they may go some other devices right. to go to the network eventually find a backdoor to go to your system and then you know, they can do whatever they want. Okay. So that's been there for a while. So I think that because a variety of devices connect to the internet is so many, and the way you can break into a system is so many, um, you know, the protection cannot be perfect or complete. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and so it becomes uh, uh, a problem for security to defend the entire network because there are so many entry points, mm-hmm. so many so many ways you can enter your system, right. enter your system. So you, um, it's, it's, you know, the hacker can always find something okay. and you, you never thought of. And then, so there's uh, uh, many technologies trying to, uh, not only to, you know, so, so now, the, now they realize that it's impossible to, to uh, prevent a, a, a hacker going to a system. You, you, can, you, should, you should always assume one day your system will be Broken it. Okay. okay. The question is how do you, how soon or how how to to recover from someone uh, define something uh, you know break in and then how to how to recover from, from the okay. break in. Okay. So that's uh, so so the security research is not only firewalls you know those kind of uh, you know protection okay. the firewall and like the uh, you know this, okay, the the SS control. Mm. But nowadays, uh, you know, how do I detect internally or abnormally? You know, something was happening which is never seen before in okay. my, inside my network. Right. And then, how do I catch those abnormally? And how do I find the source abnormally? Right? How do I identify the problem and try to quickly recover from my clean state or good state uh, okay. of the system? And so that's um, that's uh, you know, it's a it's a good problem to be solved. So okay. the security research is quite active and there's also generally a lot of interest, a lot of investment too mm. because uh, they do have needs mm. uh, to, to, to deal with all these problems. Right. Yeah. So it's more like risk management and if and right. when the breach happens, right. and the recovery you know and disaster how soon, management. How soon you know the breach happened, how to recover from the breach, uh, right. uh, the, 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 the impact or the damage caused by the breach. So. Um, that is something that I think that the forest security community that's then their focus now because they you cannot assume your system is so secure uh, is you know you can protect uh, the boundary of it your, your environment but you can you know always someday someone find a way to cut into a system the question right. is how do you find it out how soon can you find it out so in a way that the more the connectivity or the uh, linkage goes up, higher is the higher risk possible, of... Uh, right, right. I mean, the more ways people make, the hacker may go into your system. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, and that, um, unfortunately, 
Um, nowadays, there are so many devices connected to network. Right? Even inside a company, mm. you, not only your computer connected to network, your your the mobile device like mm. your phone connected to your local network in, inside. Mm. Then even your watch connected to your mm. network inside. Your camera connected to your network inside. There are so many devices connected to your network nowadays. And as long as there's a one weak point mm. which connects to inside, then hacker may go into that weak point. Right. And then. So, so it's a sort of collateral we pay for higher uh, yeah, that's a way technological advance. Technology and work for all the service, all the convenience you like to have. Mm. Uh, the penalty, the, the, the not penalty, the you know, the, basically you pay the price. Mm. The price is uh, you have to worry about the security. Right. Okay. And so the security is a big issue for a lot of uh, innovative services or devices nowadays yeah. because uh, we know that there's no absolute secure network yeah. uh, in the world, so you need to, like I said, um, the question is how to detect yeah. uh, breach or someone got, got into your system. Right. Um, I think you also spent a lot of time in the media content uh, management industry. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was with, uh, yeah, I was actually working for Sony for three years. Right. Sony, uh, uh, you know, the, so Sony has staff, so I worked for a Sony startup for three years. So right. that that company was basically uh, on media, and right. it was it was just Sony Music at that time. Right. So it's a music industry. So yeah, so we did some work there. Yeah. So telecom and media are two things that I can see has really embraced the internet and the right. Uh, right. usage part of it, right? Right. Right. So what what are your views on that? Yeah, I mean that. Um, the internet changed a lot of the media, mm. right? So uh, even the, like I mentioned music, the, yeah. the, the music. So so if it, so, I worked for Sony Music. Uh, that was uh, uh, between year two thousand two thousand and three. Okay. okay. Before that, you know, people buy music by you buy a CD. I'm not sure you yeah. know that. Well. Yes. You got you, you had to pay. You even you like one song on the CD. You had to pay the whole CD yes. to get that one song. Right. right? And that's not internet music at the mm. time. So you 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 a lot of you know prayers mm. right? the the CD prayer you know even the a mini CD prayer you know, right. Sony actually Sony is great very good at devices yes. there are many kind of devices to, to play music yes and it was so popular Sony was very successful in yes. that but but at that time you realize because of internet people start using internet to to uh, to listen to music mm. okay although the internet speed is very slow but you know, people can download and start so so start. Worry about that. So the question is, uh, um, they're trying to come up with a new way to deliver music, and mm. of course, the through internet is one way. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, that uh, um, I think that was uh, in 2003 when Sony was uh, anyway. Sony in 2003 was the first year because of Sony would make a lot of money because of TV mm. use. You know, Sony TV was almost. Everywhere, right? At home, you know, yeah. the people buy Sony TV. Sony TV is so good, mm. but that TV is not the front panel TV. There was a, a big tube, yeah. yeah. Uh, so when it come out, Samsung was coming start come out with the front panel TV. People yeah. uh, don't buy Sony TV anymore. So mm. two thousand three was a year. Uh, the Sony uh, did not make profit. Mm -hmm. That was the first year in the last 30, 40, 60 years, whatever years. Right. So so Sony uh, had to cut. Down a lot of investment because mm. because uh, you know, because they, not, they did not make money. So one launching the color one a lot of I think their mistake was the color of the uh, innovative side of uh, you know the because it's, uh, 
you know, it's not the mainstream of the business. Mainstream was Sony Electronics. Right. So, um, so you know, deliver music on in internet is not something they they think they could generate a lot of revenue for them. Mm. Okay, they took the cover those kind of research. So mm. many uh, related research inside Sony were cut, including mine. You know, I was doing the Sony, uh, doing music delivery uh, uh, through sort of you know internet multicast out of music. Mm. Um, you know, in three years later, in 2006, uh, Apple, you know, Apple came out with iTunes. Right. And that actually killed the, uh, all the CD business. Yes. Right. So, so suddenly, those, nobody using those uh, you know, mini player, CD player, they were using, you know, phone, iPhone to listen to music. Right. And they actually killed. So, Sony did not have a good solution by then. So, mm -hmm. they, you know, eventually come out. But, you know, it's already, there used to be the, uh, most advanced uh, music player company mm. in the world. Yes. And then after Apple comes iTunes, iPhone, uh, you know, they lose almost all the business in the CD players. Not only you don't see any CD player anymore. Yeah. Right, a mini CD player, whatever you call it. So that, the technology changed a lot in terms of uh, how we deliver media. Right? And even yeah. now, uh, video is another thing. Right? Yes. Video, nowadays, you used to have the you know VCR and mm. the CD DVD player, right? Yeah. Now nobody using that, right? Even right. look at the, the video through again streaming. streaming internet. Yeah. So web internet does change a lot of media uh, companies in terms yeah. how they deliver the content, right. and also affect how they sell the content. Right? Mm. So again, you know, yeah, you, they used to be able to sell sell the DVD, you know, one. Disc DVD uh, mm. for some money. Mm. Now, no, they don't. They couldn't make money. You know, nobody selling DVD anymore. Right? Somebody, right. uh, Netflix. You know, you you pay pay you know, pay per view uh, yeah. through Netflix. Uh, you don't own the content. You own the video content anymore. When you just pay per use, maybe one day, maybe three days, yeah. and you know, they streaming to you. And then, but you don't own a, a DVD that you can watch. Hundred times, yeah. Right. Uh, you, you, you watch sometimes you do. If you watch, want to watch again, you have to pay again. So they, so different models for 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 video too. Yeah. You know? So there has been a lot of changes, but nobody would expect those kind of changes coming. You know, twenty years ago, yes. because it does you know change a lot of you know, a lot of uh, companies in some sense. So a uh, lot of content companies were affected. Uh, right. Because of that. So going forward, how do you see the media and the internet? Um, relationship. Do you think movies would still exist if every movie was to be out on Netflix or other streaming platforms? Cinemas might soon be redundant. Uh, well, you know, cinema in some sense uh, because of big screen. Okay, and the people go to big, people go to cinema. Not only sometimes not only to watch TV, but it's a social. You know, you meet with right. friends. Go. So I think that cinema will still be there. It may not make so much business, but mm. it will be still there. Right. Uh, of course, you know, now that people can go to the internet, a lot of movies that come out, you know, not, not for long it will come out on the streaming media or yeah. internet. Yeah. So it's definitely going to affect the cinema a lot. Mm -hmm. Definitely not going to have so many cinema uh, available, you know, on, on the streets. Right. Uh, and of course, they, they'll, and, yeah, they'll be affected, but I think that uh, it will not disappear. Okay? Right. There will be some, uh, I think the cinema will change in the sense that it may connect it, it may combine with a lot of other services like you know, a lot of other entertainment. It may go there to to drink, to you know, to have a, you know, some sort of meeting place 
and then watch movie.、Mm-hmm. So, so now you see cinema always inside a mall, right? The mall because、right. you go to mall and you can do a lot of other things. Then at the end maybe to watch a movie. Right. Okay. But just a standalone theater, cinema or theaters、uh, may not、uh, doing too well. Right. So.、Okay. Let's come back to your research interest.、Okay. So you say dependable computing and fault tolerance are some of your research interests, right? right? So right. if you were to explain these terms to the common person,、um, what would you say these are? You mean dependable computing and fault tolerance? Yeah. Yeah, dependable computing is a general term. Usually, we we I started doing research、mm. is、uh, talking about reliability. Right? Reliability means the system、uh, will always running.、Mm. Uh, Uh, can recover very fast,、okay. and so you worry about the technology used to increase reliability is kind of fault tolerance. When there's a fault, when there's a failure,、okay. you want to be able to tolerate those failures. So you you, you can continue to provide services even there's a, some problem inside your system, some、okay. fault. So these、That's, faults could be、uh, an outside、um, interference or some internal. It could、digits. be anything because the fault、okay. could be inside, could be outside, could be the environment.、Uh, it could be the fault could caused by the environment,、right. because of, for example, temperature too high,、mm. or it could be called the high impact or, or you know, something、oh. causing the system to malfunction.、Okay. But the design of system is you make sure even under those situation,、mm. the system can still function. Right, still too long in. So,、uh, so in the design or in the implementation, you deal with all the possible cause of failures of your system. Okay. okay. And so, a lot of service would like that. For example,、uh, at that time, we a lot of focus on like the air、uh, airplane,、uh, you know,、uh, industry. Right.、Mm. They they want to build airplanes. They want to make sure that when airplane go to the sky,、mm. whatever situation, they would you know able to come back to ground safely. Right. right? And so,、um, so. Fault tolerance means whatever fault you have, when you're in the sky, you you can deal with it without.、Uh, okay. you, can, you can recover from those、uh, problems even without any, any assistance from the ground or any device or any repair devices because、right. you can only get repair after you you landed.、Right. So fault tolerance in the sense that is when you have problems, errors in your、mm-hmm. systems,、uh, you always have a way to quickly recover to a degree that you can guarantee safety. Right. And、um, so a lot of research at the early stage、uh, when I was uh, uh, and, and this same thing for for AT and T right、mm-hmm. in, in the network you, you when you pick up your phone you always expect your phone to work, work right、yeah. so no matter what happened to the internet what happened to the network someone、mm-hmm. have a cable cut or something wrong in the in the system the phone has to go through、right. okay so. Uh, you have to deal with a lot of failure recovery, error recovery.、Mm. Yeah, assuming there's a cable cut, assuming there's a flood in somewhere in the in the in the U.S., you、right. have a different way to reroute the traffic or whatever、uh, to reach your destiny, and then still able to you know both party can still talking without any、uh, problems. Right. And and that was、uh, that was a that, that was the very important. You know, in many industries, that's very important because、mm. you make sure the service to continue even with. Any potential inside or outside problems cause your system to fail. Yeah.、Okay. So that would also mean that you would have to identify the problems, the、you、general to, problems you will be able to. Right. And you, so you have, you have to you have, so 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 that is it is some so you have to have your failure model, right?、Mm, okay. And you have to have your recovery model. So when you do a recovery model, you have to assume that when if if you have a failure model, then you know for this one I know how to recover.、Oh, But when、okay. you reach something you don't know. Yeah. 
then you have to so-called, so we have a term called fail-safe. Okay. Now, when you do at some stage, if you don't know how to recover, mm. you have to make sure it fail, but it fail in a safe state. Oh, okay. Okay, and it depends on your location, what is a safe state, and really you can define it. But okay. for the airplane, fail-safe is you have to be able to come back to the ground. Yeah. So when you lost your engine, yeah. uh, you can make sure you can, you can still stay on the sky for some time. So you have I mean, you know, 20 minutes to find the closest airplane, so you can go down to the... You know, go down to uh, you know air you know, to airport mm-hmm. airfield so mm-hmm. able to land safely for young right. So the airplane design is you have to make sure even you don't have a power, you will glide for some time. Right. right. That's kind of idea. So you 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 expect to deal with all kind of failure you can think of, mm. but you always you always have some design to deal with some unexpected problem or failures right. that you had to. Uh, had to have the safe state you need to reach and okay. make sure that no disaster. Uh, even with unexpected failures, right. so that's uh, that was uh, some point in time. This is a very active research area because you know a lot of services do require the kind of yeah. reliability or dependability. And then dependability come with is we later we find out that when we talk about failure, failure could come from uh, system like you you hardware failure, you software failure, but it will come come from the intruders because right. someone come to break into a system. And break your system, make your system to fail, mm. and those kind of failure um, we have to deal with, and that become a dependability. So dependent starting cover uh, sort of security because mm. that become a security problem. Someone may break the system, mm. cause the system to fail. Right. So those kind of failure model was not there before. Okay. But later on, we found that has been uh, part of the design you have to deal with, and so. Uh, so we start talking about reliability and then start about uh, security, so start talking about safety, and when you combine all these together, we become a dependability. Right. So she said to be dependable, even out under attack, it has to be dependable. Right. Okay. Uh, so my last two questions. Um, one is uh, privacy. Yeah. So how do you protect your privacy from the perspective of you as a uh, maker of the technology and as a consumer? And the second is, do you think um, governments now need to intervene and have safer right. laws for regulation? Privacy, okay. For the personal, I think that um, um, the problem nowadays, um, the, your information is being collected by many things. Mm. For example, uh, uh, Google has a lot of each individual information because when we use Google services, including the, the you know, Android forms, mm-hmm. actually they are collecting a lot of our you know information yeah. right and so uh, so regulation why is because this become a problem so mm-hmm. there's a regulation like a GDPR in Europe was uh, basically trying to prevent big company like Google misuse mm-hmm. your information and so nowadays is um, so so when you have to be aware of what service are using mm-hmm. what what uh, what kind of uh, Privilege you are granted to the company. So uh, you know. So for example, nowadays the uh, when you download an app, mm. right, they will ask, do you want to do you, do you allow the applicant to use your camera? Allows camera to use your uh, like the, the 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 recorder, or you see a lot of your function inside your device. Right. right? And that uh, had to be careful what you agree for this mm. service application or device to collect, mm. because those. Um, so as a personal, you know, for personal, you have to make sure 
um, whatever substance you're using, you need to be aware of what they are collecting. Mm. And you definitely can say no if it, if it does not necessary for them to know. Okay. okay. Um, and because the regulation now requires a company to uh, to get approval, get permission in mm. order to collect the information. So I think that, you know, as a be aware is you have to be be pay more more attention about you know what privilege or what permission you allow for the service uh, in, to collect. Right. Okay, and um, that's one thing. Okay, so okay. as a person, you have to be aware of what service you using and what collect when they're collecting. You, if you think it's not necessary for them to collect, you I think you should always. Don't say yes, but always a choice is say no. Okay. Okay. And see what happens. Mm. Um, now for government, of course, the government has to make sure that the company obey whatever regulation is. So in Europe, there's a very strong regulation now called GDPR, which is trying to protect individual mm. to prevent a big company like Google, Yahoo, to use to collect your information and misuse it. Mm. Okay. Um, in Taiwan, well, I think every company is saying Taiwan also has a personal protection kind of law. We also uh, limit the uh, the data being collected and the use of data. Mm. Okay, and that I think that that's government to make sure uh, to enforce that kind of regulation to make sure that it was not um, misused. Um, and then the other thing, of course, uh, uh, you know, technology sometimes can prevent that from happening. So, for example, you collect information. Mm. Um, there's a technology called like a, uh, we call it the identification. Mm. You know, you can collect information, but then there's a technology which you can, uh, you know, get rid of the personal identity. Okay. Okay. So or or, or encrypt personal identity, mm. whatever. So you you can collect whatever useful information you need, but you don't know who who are they. Okay. Example. And that kind of technology uh, also can be uh, enforced, mm. and then um, and then then. And hopefully they can protect better about the personal identity or information. Right. And but that and the technology is not very mature yet, so a lot of research <coughs> can be done in that area right. to protect personal information right. using technology. Yeah. Uh, I asked you this because you say that people need to be aware of what permissions that they right. give to a lot of apps that they use, but people are not aware of what they're being used for. Right. When you download a social media app, right. you would just not pay a lot of attention and you were just and that, that, that's what I suggest and from now on you should pay a little more attention to whatever agree mm. uh, actually in like in Google form you can go back to check every mm. application see what you have permitted them to use right like for example some application you know sometimes I look at the application I say why do I need to use my camera because I don't see there's a need to use my camera and right. then I turn it off I say no permission for using my camera mm. on no permission for using my, you know, my content list. Why do you need my content list, right? And and so that you can you can always go back to check, mm. you know, for each app what permission you you allow it to use, and then when you think that's not needed, you can take it out. Right. Okay. Then what happens is, yeah, it, it the application will be running when they really need to use, it, for example, a camera. Mm. They will pop up permission and ask you to use permit. And then you know why do they need to use camera? Hmm. Or for example, that line. Um, what, what, you know, like uh, when people use line, hmm. line actually want to use your camera. Hmm. And the only reason they want, the only place as far as I found, the only place you, they use camera is when you want to, and you exchange, you want to do the, the, you know, do you have a, uh, when you want to add friends, hmm. right? Sometimes you exchange the ID by 
uh, using the camera for the uh, mm. barcode. Mm. And so you, you just need that moment, the mm. camera can be on. So you use that, turn it on, to, to, to change the barcode, and then afterward you can turn it off. Right. Right. So you, because you don't want it to be, camera to be used in any other situation. Right. So that, that's something that people have to be aware of, so you can be more careful about the permission you are given. Right. Uh, and then protect your identity uh, or your privacy uh, in many you know, services because they don't need that right. identity no. to be yeah. taken. So. Yeah, so those were all the questions I had for you. Good. Thank, Thank you. you for your time. Thank you. Okay. So. That is a wrap on this episode. One thing is for sure. The internet is going nowhere. It has made life a lot more easier, safer, things more accessible, and truly shrunk the world into a global village. There is a lot of data collection that can benefit us, as in all the research that we do uh, in healthcare, in environment, understanding disasters, policy making, etc. So data storage and security is a priority. In terms of privacy when it comes to individuals, we use a lot of apps for free and the price we pay is our data. So the onus is on us to understand what data we give up and what we protect. We need more experts like Dr. Huang who can help us with this complex subject. Kudos to Dr. Huang for making this tricky data business manageable. So if you like this episode, please subscribe to the STEM Speak podcast on iTunes, CastBox or Spotify. Also, do check out our previous episodes on earthquake engineering and social entrepreneurship. We'd be honored if you can support us by giving us a review or rating. It'll help us reach more people. Specifically, look for the STEM Speak podcast with the icon of the DNA double helix inside a computer. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to see what we are up to. Or you can drop us a message about um, some things that you liked or you don't about the podcast. You can find more interesting science stories on our new website, stemspeak.org. We share some cool science facts. We celebrate the lives and work of some remarkable scientists and basically have fun with SciComm. Tune into the STEM Speak podcast every Monday for a new take on STEM concepts that run our lives. Thank you for listening. See you soon.